Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire podcast. I have a very big announcement. My family and I, my younger two kids, and my wife and I are going to be joining Youth with the Mission as missionaries, and we're going to be leaving September the 27th. Um, uh, I've had people ask, uh, will the Kindling Fire continue? Yes, I plan to continue the podcast and the blogs and all the other things that I'm doing as best I can uh, as we are in training and then eventually going on to outreach. Um, if you would l- like to learn more about that adventure that my wife and I and family are taking, go to our website, Troy and Kathy with a K. TroyandKathy.com, or go to YouTube and subscribe to our Mangum Adventures channel. Okay, let's get to the podcast. Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. St. Ignatius said, the glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, it is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. This podcast is here to bring God glory through you becoming fully alive and you bearing much fruit or having powerful results in your life. I believe you can use your unique gifts and talents to change the world. If you listen to this show and read our blogs, you will be inspired to take your own journey of faith to become a man or woman who is fully alive, making an impact in the world around you. I interview people that I think are awesome that are doing that today to inspire and to challenge you, you can do the same. Let's get rolling. Today's podcast is for parents or for anybody that is thinking about life across generations. You know, one of the things that I have discovered is that God will start a conversation with me or a thought with me, and it will take years for that conversation to progress. And eventually he will show me something years later that ties to something that I was just thinking about, or I was asking God about, or we were talking about years prior. I guess I've lived long enough to have those long conversations with God. So here's one of those conversations. So I've been running recently, uh, actually trail running with my dog. And I love it. It's one of the joys of my life to get out in the woods, to get out in nature, to get around a lake in sunshine and just run free. And it's been really, really awesome. But typically what I do is I have my dog on a leash and not that I necessarily need to, but I've always had a dog on a leash. And here's why. My relationship with dogs through my life has always been one of force, meaning that A dog will not listen to me unless I use my force or a leash to make them do what I want them to do. They're not going to just do it on their own accord because they're wild animals and they're going to do anything they want. So I have this incredible Siberian Husky that has come into our life. It's actually my youngest son's dog, and, and he loves to run. So he is all excited about when we go running. So in this particular day, I, uh, had um, the leash was messing up, and so I, I got down um, to detach the leash, and he actually got free. And he had like you know these wild eyes, you know, and he was looking at me like, "Am I free?" And I was, and I tried to get him, and he wouldn't come, and he ran off. And immediately, I was in so much distress because 
because they are such fast dogs, I'm thinking, oh no, he's never, ever going to come back to me because that's been my experience with dogs is that if I don't force them to do something, they're not going to just listen to me based on my command. I have to like uh, force them. Uh, there's no other kind of connection point. So he runs, runs off. And then I just hear this subtle kind of hint from the Lord, go ahead and get on the trail and he'll come after you. And I'm thinking, well, that's not very intuitive. Like I need to go get the dog. And, and, but I trusted that intuition or I trusted that that was, you know, kind of God's hint. And so I got on the trail and started running. Well, lo and behold, he comes tearing near me. Now he's not with me, but he is near me. So he's in the vicinity and he's like going is so fast at full speed back and forth across the trail, way up in front, way up behind, way down to the lake and just all over the place. But I just keep going. And so I'm keep I'm slow and steady because that's how I run, slow and steady. And I just keep going and I keep going and I keep going. And what ends up happening over several miles is that he stays in the vicinity of where I am. But after many, many miles, he comes right next to me without a leash, literally right behind me. And I am, I am in shock. So after many miles of him running like a wild dog... He's right behind me. And the Lord began to talk to me. And here's the conversation that I, that I had years prior. I mean, many years prior. It was me complaining to him, to God, as a young man, I have energy, I have uh, a lot of creative ideas, I've got strength, I've got stamina. Let me go, go do something amazing in my life. Like, my job doesn't appreciate me. You know, that's not really utilizing my skills. I'm not really enjoying it. You know, I'm just kind of Mr. Steady Eddie, but I really want to do these other things. Let me go, God. Let me go, God. And, and for many, many years, it just seemed like the Lord's message to me as a younger man was, stay the course. And I was not happy about it because I had so much pent-up energy and creativity and ideas and dreams. I was like... Why are you making me die in the drudgery of whatever I was in, you know, doing for work and just kind of doing in life? Now, my kids were young at the time, and, and my wife had a lot of wisdom during these years saying, well, you know, we're pouring into our kids, and I'm just restless. You know, I'm, I'm restless. I want to go. I want to be free. I want to, want to you know, do amazing things. And, and, and it just kept seeming like the Lord continued to talk to me about staying the course. So that was the beginning of that conversation. Fast forward to when I was running on the trail in this last, you know, couple months and with my dog. The Lord began to minister to me, and he said, Do you see that staying the course has provided a place for your children to come back to? And I thought about it, and I thought deep about it, and I said, Wow, you know, if I was with all my energy and creativity and ideas when I was a younger dad, if I would have gone off and done all those crazy things, it would have potentially brought so much instability into my family and a lot of anxiety in my, in my children. And the Lord continued. He was like, do you see that as you are slow and steady, staying on the trail, 
that though your kids are faster, stronger, more nimble, uh, more intense, and just running wild, if you will, they, over time, come back to the trail. They come back to the slow and steady. They have a home to come back to. And needless to say, what I was asking God was not to build a home. When I was a young dad, I wasn't asking God, God, help it so that I can build a home. I was looking for adventure. I was like, you know, let's, let's do away with a home. Let's just go to different countries and let's just do this and do that. And, and, and I was, there was no stability in it. It was just all adventure. And the Lord continued to tell me no over and over and over again. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is I'm sure there are many listeners here that feel that frustration. It's sort of like, why am I not being let go by the Lord to go do all these crazy, amazing things that I have in my head to go do? And yeah, sure, you know, it may destabilize some stuff. Well, God's going to come through. You know, he'll, he'll make it all right. Well, you know, that's not always the way the Lord is work, looking at it. From my perspective, I was looking at it from my life, what I wanted at the immediate moment. What God was trying to do was show me something that he was building generationally. So generationally, because I obeyed the Lord and stayed the course and stayed on the straight and narrow, and guess what? I got slower. (laughs) I wasn't as fast anymore, you know, but I stayed the course. It allowed my children to grow up in an environment to where they could go out, go, you know, run, run wild, if you will, quote unquote, but they always came back. And what's so interesting with my dog is that Now we do this all the time. It's like a literal miracle in my life. I let my dog go. He's a Siberian Husky. I let him go completely, and he's always by my side. But the first couple miles, he's just running, 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 running. But then towards the end, he always gets in line right behind me. And And the Lord began to continue to speak to me, saying, if you run long enough, they come back not only to home, but they start asking questions like, well, how did you overcome these challenges in your marriage? How did you stay the course? You know, instead of looking at my life as some boring thing that I did boring, you know, this boring life that has no interest to my young children, you know, as, as they become adults and start seeing it, they come back saying, how did you, how did you do it? And they start kind of getting in line, if you will. So that was one of the things that, that was so profound to me. And the Lord was, was also ministering to me that love is the tether. You know, had I constantly been frustrated with my dog, always trying to parent through coercion and fear, and you will do it, and I've got this leash, and I will yank this, and all this other, if that's how I parented, guess what? My dog, my dog would never come back. Right? It would be like, I'm not coming around you. I'm free from you now. I don't ever have to come back. But because my dog knows over this series of, of running with him for many, many years and, 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 and just being kind to it and loving my dog, my, there's a tether between my dog and I that's not a leash, and it's called love. And because of love, he comes back. Even though he doesn't have to, he does. And that will be the same with your children. If you parent in a way where you put love first, and I'm not saying give them everything they want. Love is not giving kids, you know, yeah, here, let me load the gun so you can shoot it, you know, shoot yourself in the foot. I mean, it's not what I'm saying. But, but there, if there is love as the foundation, you will find 
that they will come back. So, so thinking generationally again, and here's a, a fantastic scripture I love. It's John uh, 7, 6. And Jesus is talking to his brothers. And they're saying, you know, you want to do all these things. And, and they were kind of doubting, you know, Jesus at this, this season of his life. And Jesus said to them, my time has not yet come. But you can go anytime or any time is right for you. So one of the things that's interesting with the Lord is God cares about timing. God cares a lot about timing. And the world says the answer to anything that you have is a dream or how you, how you will parent or how you will you know, be the best version of yourself. The answer the world always gives is now is the time. Do it today. Commit get it done, you know, it, you know, and all that idea. And I love those ideas, but Jesus has an appointed time for you. And Jesus has an appointed time for me. And it was not my appointed time when I was a younger dad to go off and go do crazy things. But, but as things have been established, now God's calling us to missions, which is one of the craziest things we we would never think to do at my age with our kids and our stains, but that's what the Lord has done. It's now time. So that's that's a one encouragement to you is be 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 cautious of uh, or be um, careful to pay attention to God's timing, asking Him, is it time? When is it time? And then the next scripture is Ezekiel. I'm sorry, Ecclesiastes nine eleven, and it says, "The race is not to the swift and strong, but unto them that endure to the end." God is calling all of us to endure to the end. It is not your swiftness. It is not your strongness. It is not your influence. It is not the amount of um, you know platform and collateral you have. It is to those that endure, and they gain the respect of heaven and the anointing of heaven as well. So that's the little bit I wanted to share today uh, that I learned from my dog that the Lord kind of spoke to me in, and I hope that was helpful for you. So God bless. If you've been encouraged and inspired by the show and you would like to know what else we've got going on, go to thekindlingfire.com. There you can join the fire starters which is a facebook messenger community i let know first anytime i do anything you can also get a book there called you can certainly do it that i've written to really encourage you to take your first steps to really start the small fire that god's starting in your life uh, in addition to that you can sign up for the seven day bible devotional become a sign and wonder and as always be awesome